Welcome back to Word Balloon, the comic book conversation show. John Sutra is here. Man, it's Thursday. Yesterday was New Comic Book Day. Was just enjoying myself. Uh, I mean, I even went out on Tuesday night at midnight to uh, pick up uh, DC Rebirth, the 80-page giant. And I picked up a couple other comic books as well. Why not? Everybody was pretty much making their comic books available on Tuesday night at midnight. Didn't get a chance to read Captain America, Steve Rogers, number one. But I felt I had Nick Spencer on a couple months ago. And we covered the Marvel press conference for uh, Nick Spencer and uh, and Steve Rogers, number one, with uh, Tom Brevoort and Nick kind of explaining what was going on. Sort of. And then all of a sudden, I heard this. The internet broke again. You know how you're like in the kitchen and all of a sudden, you know, somebody's upstairs, your pet or somebody else in the family, and you hear some sort of crash? Well, uh, Nick apparently did that with uh, the first issue of Captain America Steve Rogers number one. And uh, man, I'll tell you, we were all excited about Steve being back and young and vital. And uh, what does he do on the last page? He says, Hail Hydra. Holy shit, what just happened? Uh, I think we're in the middle of another interesting story, or I should say the start of another interesting story. Congrats to uh, Nick and Tom for uh, revving up the hype machine. And yes, it looks like Captain America, God forbid, is a Nazi. And he was all along going back to his origins. It's a very interesting first issue and certainly a controversial one that uh, upset a lot of people and uh, really upset a lot of people. And it's been uh, interesting to watch this uh, little lab experiment uh, kind of spread. It's like uh, watching Patient Zero uh, infect an entire uh, comic book reading community. So uh, guess what we did? Got a hold of Nick and said, dude, you got to come back. Let's talk about this. This is very interesting. And that's what we're doing on uh, today's Word Balloon. No, he's not going to spoil. He's probably not going to tell us where the story's going. We got to, you know, wait every 30 days to find the next chapter and and see where all this leads. Uh, But I I think uh, I'm all for controversy and I'm all for uh, breaking the mold and trying something different. Uh, Is it very different? You know, somebody else mentioned Tales of Suspense 57, where uh, the Red Skull has Cap under mind control and uh, presents him to uh, Hitler himself. Cap even gives a Nazi salute. This was back in the 60s, Uh, a a tale of World War II, one of those untold World War II tales of Captain America. So I don't buy the argument, oh, Simon and Kirby would never do that. Well, Kirby did it. Sorry. Um, you know, I don't mean to rub it in, but really, I, I sometimes shake my head at the uh, amount of disgust and disdain that people have when uh, uh, the creators try something different and, dare we say, controversial. They wanted this. They wanted that poke-in-the-face reaction. Uh, well, they got it, and Nick is here to talk about it on today's Word Balloon. Word Balloon is brought to you by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com. And I'll tell you what, let's cater to those who are so upset by this current turn for Captain America. Where can you go to find great Captain America stories that uh, show Cap in a more heroic light? Of course, InStockTrades.com. Let's start off with the legacy of Captain America, Trade Paperback, which is 45% off, and it has Joe Simon, Jack Kirby, Roy Thomas, Steve Englehart, Stan Lee, Mark Gruenwald, Brubaker, uh, artists like Simon and Kirby, Sal Buscema, Frank Robbins, John Romita, Tom Morgan, Steve Epting, 45% off, $8.75. You can get the Captain America, Death of Captain America prose novel uh, from Larry Hama, who did a hell of a job, and uh, adapting Ed Brubaker's excellent story. That is uh, 45% off as well, $13.74. 
You can get the ultimate Captain America uh, premiere hardcover, Jason Aaron's Fine Story with Ron Garney, 45% off, just $10.99. You can get uh, Captain America No Escape from Ed Brubaker and Butch Geis, Zemo and Bucky. This is a good one with uh, Bucky as Captain America. Uh, it's uh, 45% off, and it's just $10.99. There's just some of the few of the uh, great deals that are happening at InStockTrades.com with uh, Captain America-centric product. There's a hell of a lot more, and we'll talk about that on the close. But uh, do yourself a favor. Go to InStockTrades.com. Don't forget, if your orders are $50 or more, you'll receive free shipping. They make it easy. They've got great books at prices you won't believe. InStockTrades.com. All right, without further ado, let's get to the matter at hand. Uh, Nick Spencer is going to join us to talk about this evil turn in the life of Steve Rogers, Captain America. And I even uh, threw it open to uh, questions from the Word Balloon listeners. I uh, did that on Twitter and Facebook, so I hope you've uh, had a chance to chime in with your two cents. And uh, let's get to the bottom of this as best we can. Without spoiling, obviously, we want to read the damn story. Let's join Nick Spencer now via Skype on Word Balloon. All right, he's back, and he's uh, he's you know broken the internet, and I and I found him with the brick in his hand. Nick Spencer, what are you up to? Shame on you. You were you were on the ball, man. Like uh, <laughs> he literally uh, w- within I think I think eight hours of release or something. John Suncher's <laughs> was emailing. He's he's uh, hey new talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get, Anything get, new? I was like, I was like, I think we just talked like a couple of months ago, but sure. We talked, yeah. and you had your you had your Marvel <laughs> press conference. There is, if we could put this in JFK uh, conspiracy terms, there is a Zapruder film. It's called Word Balloon. <laughs> if you if, if you go back, although again, we we spoke in broad strokes. You guys had a secret. You had a a very thought provoking uh, storyline that you want to tell. And and the first issue came out, and you said the book was going to get more political, and you, you know you kind of planted some seeds here or there. But I really do. I, I didn't listen back to. The, I want to in particular hear the press conference again, and I do urge people to listen to it because I want to see what you guys said in terms of uh, setup. But I just all I remember is you saying you know it's time for the book to get more political, and it has, and certainly Cap plays a very interesting role. Um, well, we we lied. We lied a lot on that press call. <laughs> I know that. I know that for sure. I know. I know in particular. Uh, you know, there were a couple of questions where I just really had to make up a whole new book uh, in order to get through them on the fly. So you know, so I apologize. Those are all. Those are all comics journalists that I'm going to have to face again, and I'm sure I'll pay the price for that. But. Uh, <laughs> You know, it was uh, it was it was way more important. The thing that the other thing that I remember about that press call is uh, that I was about to go ahead and tell people that uh, Jack Flag and Free Spirit were popping up in the book, and Tom shut that down uh, before I could get the words out of my mouth. And I was like, "Really? That's what we're trying to protect? <laughs> like that's that's the big secret." That's that's what we're all working so hard not to have leaked. Um, but yeah, uh, it was uh, that was a fun afternoon of, of completely pulling things out of my ass. <laughs> all right, well let's let's address uh, Jack Flag and Free Spirit for a second because oh. I want because I sometimes this is where my Marvel weakness is. Was Jack Flag Vance Astro? Is there like? Some sort of like time paradox thing where because I know he makes mention of being part of the <laughs> no he's uh you know Jack is Jack is very much rooted in in Captain America comics um, and I actually 
uh, got back into him a bit just in doing research for the Stan book um, because uh, Jack is is from a border state and. Uh, you know, I was doing a border state story at the beginning, and so I, I kind of took took a look at him to see if there was some way to work him in pretty early on. And so he okay. kind of stuck in my head, and as did Free Spirit, who is from uh, pretty much the same time uh, within the Grunwald run. And it, it, there, there are elements of the run that are talked about less than, say, you know, Cap Wolf or, or Scourge uh, <laughs> or you know, U.S. Cap? Agent. This is depowered cap when he was wearing like this the... is this is uh, this is primarily armor cap yeah this is this is primarily the uh, um, uh, you know around then and and during like the hotline days and stuff so uh, you know they were they were characters that we hadn't seen much of in a long time Jack had popped up uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy for a little while. Uh, like towards the end, as Jack Flag. Um, I mean, he didn't have another name, right? As as Jack, yeah, as Jack Flag. Um, and uh, he had the 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 real standout story that Jack had had, in my opinion, was he had been in a couple of issues of Warren Ellis's Thunderbolts run, um, and it had a really nice story, as you know, pretty much all Warren Ellis stories are. Um, you know, and I had a lot of fondness for that story, so uh, I was kind of looking for. Uh, established cap supporting cast members that we hadn't seen in 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 a while, um, and these two really fit the bill pretty much perfectly. True believers, I mean, obviously a lot of hero worship there and stuff, and you know, I think that there's something fun. There's something fun about those characters that were sidekicks for a minute and then kind of vanished mm-hmm. um, because they, that was kind of their time in the spotlight, and then you assume that eventually they got a job at Target. Yeah, <laughs> or you know something like that. That, that, that you know, at some point they they realized that there there was uh, you know the adventure was over and they had to get back to their lives. Um, and you know, so I kind of I always think that yeah, Jack was working somewhere in in retail and and Kathy was probably working on her her dissertation in women's studies. And, uh, you know, they got the call, they got the, they got the call from, from Sharon to, to, to get back into action. And so they're, you know, they're excited and, and thrilled to be a part of it. And I, I like that kind of stuff. There's, you know, uh, there's a nice meta quality to bringing those kinds of characters back. Very um, cool, man. Yeah. But then, you know, I completely ruined it. <laughs> now, you know, the book is just out now, and I know that the ending has been spoiled. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, because I get that people – there are two types of comic book readers, and forgive me for, for creating only two boxes, but it seems to me there are the people that really do get comfort in – and I'm going to put this in very simplistic terms, but we want the girl tied to the radio, railroad tracks. We want the villain to twirl his mustache. The, the, the hero crashes through the wall. To unties the girl, punches the villain. End of story. I mean, you could you know put put a George Reeves Superman scenario in there. You know, Jimmy Jimmy and Lois are tied to the chair. Superman breaks through the wall, unties them. Bullets bounce off. He clunks the crook's heads. They fly off. There's comfort in that. Sure. And they, you know, so and but then every now and then, you know, Mark Miller shows up and says, "Hey, what if uh, Superman was born in Russia?" And we got this kind of story. Or Dan Slott a couple of years ago goes, hey, let's mind swap Peter Parker and Dr. Octopus and Peter Parker. Great examples, yeah. And we yeah. get superior Spider-Man. Right. So here we are. And Hail right. Hydra and here's Cap. <laughs> you know, and, and everyone's focusing on the Hail Hydra. What they might be missing, though, is a very interesting political and, I guess, from issue one espionage story. 
And I mean, I, I, I really think you're missing out if you're, if you're not jumping in because it's a really cool first issue. You've set up some interesting factions that we'll get into. But yeah, I don't, but I also don't want to spoil it if, I mean, it's up to you on how much you no, want. No, no, I, you know, I think we can go ahead and just talk okay. plainly about it. It's, it's, it, the, the spoiler itself became impossible to avoid for almost everybody before we were through New Comic Book Day. And, uh, uh, that, that, that in and of itself is a tr- is a tricky thing for me. I, I'm such a purist and and so old fashioned about these things. I'm desperate to keep uh, surprises uh, under wraps and and you know to to deliver them in the pages of the book. I've gotten very spoiled with creator owned books like Morning Glories, yes. where I get to do big last page twists uh, that nobody sees coming and that aren't leaked beforehand and all that. Uh, that's that's much harder to pull off. In a situation like this, I mean, this ended up being one of the most high-profile, uh, you know, comic twists in in recent memory by far. This, I mean, the, just the <laughs> the impact of mass media and social media on this one caused it to to blow up into something that I don't. I don't. I personally didn't know that it was going to get quite that big. Um, you know, where the average person on the street seems to know about this. And, and uh, uh, you know, I there was a, a, a great story from somebody about how he had uh, he had heard that there were Captain America spoilers. So he got in his car and he rushed to the shop and he bought his books and he got back out to the car and he had it ruined because it came on the radio. <laughs> um, and, you know, and it's a, it's a sad story because you feel bad for the guy. Uh, but at the same time, you're like, this was on the radio, like, like everybody was talking about this yesterday and you know, that it was, it wasn't just, it's one thing, you know, when it's like, oh, entertainment weekly is going to write up the story in the New York times. They're going to write up the story and CNN are going to do something. Uh, it's, it's a completely different thing when you then go to those websites and you see that it's their most shared or most read topic. And you know, it's the, it's the top trending topic on Twitter and, all that you're like, this, you, know, you just see millions of people commenting on something. That is a surreal experience. Um, but uh, you know, kind of going back to, um, you know, what you were saying about the two about the two types of, of readers or the two types of stories. Um, I personally have a theory that the first type is a total lie. Um, as much as people will always tell you. Uh, that they, you know, want that story where uh, everything is the way that it seems and uh, there's a momentary glimpse of danger, but it's quickly snuffed out and the hero wins and it's as simple as that and everybody hugs and everybody's happy at the end. Uh, That is a complete lie. If we did that every month, nobody would read these things. Um, That is just not how human beings are built. That's not how we process fiction. That's not what gets us involved in fiction. Uh, We have to believe that danger is real, and we have to believe uh, that nothing is safe. That is is what draws us into stories. Um, So uh, while you can get away with it in in certain regards – you know, and it, it, this 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 week has been really interesting because we obviously had two very high profile comics, and you know, one is very much they they make great contrasts. Uh, you know, rebirth in this comic. Go on. Yeah, it, 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 you know, one is very much releasing that pressure valve, and everybody is hugging, and 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 uh, you know, is is things are going to be good again, uh, and that's wonderful, you know. But in six months, things are going to be bad again. 
I, I, I can promise you because we have to do that. That's, that's, that's just part of the job. Sure. And it's kind of the eternal divide, um, you know, is, uh, you know, the reader wants the character to be happy. They want the character to succeed. They are a fan of the character. They are pulling for the character. Uh, on the other side of the table, we have to put the character through things that keep you invested and passionate in the character. And if the character is never imperiled or endangered or put through anything that leaves them with scars, uh, you are probably going to get bored with them. You're, it's not, you won't say anything bad about them. You won't suddenly say like, Oh, I hate Captain America. You just won't read it. You know, you'll, sure. you'll just, you'll just, you'll just get a sense of complacency and you won't be involved anymore. So that's just a big part of the job. It's, it, when you do something like this and uh, you, you, know, you, you have such a massive moment for the character, uh, you understand that the, that the response is going to be rage. And you understand that the response is going to be people being upset. You understand that people are going to assume the worst. It's not even just that you understand it. You need it. Um, you know, the worst response to this would have been indifference. Um, you know, the, the, the nightmare situation would have been that people kind of shrugged it off and been like, eh, he'll, you know, we'll get through it one way or another. Uh, that would have been the nightmare. Um, people being angry and upset and, uh, you know, scared or, or what have you. That's where we are in the story. The story's not over. The, you know, we're at the sure. beginning of the story. Uh, and that's where you need to be in that moment. And people sometimes take it personally when you say like, you know, I wanted you to be upset at that point. They, they, they think that that's you being kind of cavalier about their feelings or, uh, you know, disregarding, uh, you know, their emotions. But the reality is that is the job. The, the job is to make you is to make you feel strong emotions as you go through the journey. Sure. Um, and uh, obviously in this moment, this is all you have. And so you're crazy upset and you don't see how you possibly could not be crazy upset down the road. Uh, but you know, uh, that's okay. You know, just, 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 just follow along and, uh, you know, see where we land. Um, and, uh, it's, it's, but again, if people didn't get wrapped up in the moment, that would actually be worse for me. So it's, 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 <laughs> it's sort of a, it's, it's sort of a lose, lose situation, um, uh, in a lot of ways, but hey. Well, the third, the third option is me where I'm like, that's hilarious. And again, and, I, and the reason why I say that is, it's a comic book, and it's it's okay. He's fine, and also I get it too. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with um, many Captain America fans likely just saw Civil War and really enjoyed uh, a very dyed in the wool Steve Rogers kind of response to a to a very crazy situation. And you know, I mean, that's the thing. So. I'm sure. That is, I mean, that is so much of it as well. Is that the, we're we're in a in a huge moment for this character already? Yeah. In another medium, uh, you know, the character has exploded in popularity over the course of these three movies. Um, you know, the character is in a very different place in terms of how many people are invested in him. Uh, you know, how many people feel like they know him. Uh, you know that that's that's completely different uh, game than it was before these movies came out. Um, and obviously we just had civil war come out within the last few weeks. It's very fresh in people's minds. Uh, so that attachment is even stronger. Um, and you know, we knew all that going in. Um, sure. and, uh, um, 
Uh, well, let me, let you me know, ask he, you, as you're explaining, and forgive me, I don't mean to interrupt because I do want yeah. your point, but but my friend Megan Murren, who who it really works at uh, Art and Franco's uh, store at uh, in Skokie, she yeah. was, you know, she's a young mother and loves mm-hmm. Captain America, and yeah. she just, and her question is, will you ask? Because this kind of ties into this, uh, how this com- how this comic can be presented to new readers who are coming in from the movies. <laughs> well, I mean, that's we did we did talk about that a little okay. bit. Um, it, what's really funny is when this book got announced. Uh, you know, when we said that we were restoring Steve to uh, a younger age, uh, you know, and putting him back in the role of Captain America, you know, we announced that uh, months in advance on the TV show on the seventy fifth anniversary, seventy anniversary show is where we where we announced it. Yeah. On a, was, by the way, I just want to point out that yeah. night, two major networks devoted their entire primetime lineup to it comic was, books. Yeah, wall-to-wall superheroes yes. that night. Um, yeah. And uh, uh, the funny thing about it was when the announcements hit, it was a nonstop stream of of internet dudes uh, saying, well, of course they did. It's just in time for the movie, right? Sure. You know, they were, they were, there was lots of snark about Absolutely. how – uh, we always put these things back exactly the way that they're supposed to be in time for these movies. Uh, and, uh, you know, people people love to give us a hard time about that. So for me, I was like, what better opportunity for a misdirect is there than this issue? Because everybody's just going to everybody's going to I knew what they, what they were going to do there. I saw before Ultron came out. They were nonstop. They were just like, well, you know, Thor won't be a woman when this comes out. Uh, Yes. Sure enough. Sure enough. You know, Jane Foster continued to be Thor all through that. (laughs) You know, we 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 do we cannot build our schedules around these movies as perfectly as people think that we can. But, um, you know, uh, but but so I, I thought what better opportunity could there be though to prove people wrong about this? And so, but was in there the last concern? Four hours was there con- was there concern because uh, no, honestly, okay. no. Like, okay, like, like, go on. Like, uh, I, the movie stuff is really interesting. You know, I, I don't get nearly as many of these like studioish notes that people always think that we do. Uh, every once in a while, you'll get something. It's usually fairly minor. But not, um, even, not even in terms of like an editorial direction, more so, well maybe, but in terms of, hey, you know, we just made a couple million people. <laughs> we reinforced their love of Captain America. Right. You know, that they, everyone always goes back to 1999 with X Men and the missed opportunity of that X Men, the first Brian Singer movie, and there was that TV Guide tie-in of, hey, this is what's happening in X Men right now, and it was impenetrable. Nobody, if you weren't, <laughs> if you weren't reading ten X Men books, if you and, if you weren't if you weren't deep into the continuity, right? As right, I wasn't, right. it was like, all right, that's pretty. I have no idea what the hell's going on. I'm not going to pick up an X Men book. And obviously, there's a there's a whole bunch of us comic fans, and I'm one of them too. Where it's like, oh, I really do hope the movies turn more people into comic book readers and stuff. So just even sure. from that standpoint. Well, that would, was, that was what was funny about upstairs, it. Though. You know, would there be a call from upstairs saying, N- yeah, "No, maybe, of course maybe not now." But go ahead. That was that was that was what was funny about it. Really, was that uh, um, like so yeah. we we deal with all this we deal with all this snark and everything about uh, you know the just in time for the movie stuff. Right. Just in time for the movie is the new like meh. You know, it's it's kind it's just true. it's just a thing that you hear a lot. Sure. And uh, so so we had that opportunity, but now when the book came out. 
uh, that day, like those same people are just like, why would you do this yeah, what the when, when the movie has just come out? You can't do this. Um, and look, here's here's what I would say about it. Um, I, I actually think that the issue is pretty friendly to new readers. Um, you know, the, 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 the issue itself, if you if you just saw Civil War and you went and picked up this movie, you know a lot of the central things here. You know what Hydra is. Okay, and so you know, it's, I don't think it's too hard to figure out. Okay, so Red Skull is is running Hydra, and Hydra is a little different than it used to be, um, you know. But uh, the character of, of of Steve, as presented through most of the issue, uh, is is fundamentally kind of the same Steve that you know. There's some stuff that you might not understand, but that we explain in exposition, like sure. you know why Sharon is older and and uh, you know things like that. Um, but uh, then when you get to the end, twist, well. A movie the movie, movie people people who have only seen the movies they 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 know what Hydra is so they know what that means uh you know they they they, they know what they know what a what, what a shocking twist that is uh and you know hopefully what I think it would it would say to me is like wow these these guys go crazy in the comics like yeah you know I I, I mean what you would hope and I think this generally you know these movies are so well done absolutely uh yeah I mean I've I've seen Civil War too many times to count i have a theater near me that that shows it and uh you know i can just go in there for a matinee and uh you know if the theater is empty enough i can work on my emails and stuff while i'm seeing it uh <laughs> you know i don't i don't do that if people are near me just to be clear i don't i don't i don't keep my I phone on if, awesome. if it's disrupting somebody but you know i can sit in the back and get some work done while having it in the background because i really like soaking up these movies oh i think God, that they're yeah. I think that they're good for trying to write these characters. Just, just the voices uh, thing is is really what sells it for me. That that uh, you know, writing Steve gets so much easier when you can hear that Chris Evans voice. You know, writing Sam is so much easier uh, when you can just you know ask yeah, yourself, yeah. is Anthony Mackie saying this? Um, cool. So, uh, you know, they do these movies so well, though, um, and you know, they're, the spectacle is incredible. Um, you know, we live in an age of what feels like unlimited budgets in these things. The technology is there now to give us everything that we didn't used to have. Um, and so as a result, I think the challenge for, for, for comics now is, okay, well, how do you deliver what they can't, you know? And the reality is they can only do that Captain America movie every two or three years. Um, and, you know, and, uh, you know, that it takes a lot of time and, and money to, to, to put those stories together. Um, whereas, you know, we get to be ongoing soap operas that we get to, to have lots of twists and turns. And so I think it's, it's, it's kind of incumbent on us to kind of put the pedal to the floor a little bit more. Um, and, you know, kind of try to increase the velocity of, of, of things, um, you know, to kind of compensate for the fact that now there's another way to get these things that's very fulfilling. Um, and, uh, you know, we need to make sure that, that comics are still leading the way for these characters. Uh, and I do think that that kind of means taking more risks. If they're able to match the kind of spectacle that we're uh, able to do in comics, then we've got to come up with a way to double the spectacle and, uh, you know, give people even more to talk about and go even bigger. Sure. Um, so uh, hopefully this this story falls in line with that. Well, I think you walked them into what they would, especially moviegoers. I mean, the opening scene 
with the human uh, bomb that that Cap has to take care of and stuff. I mean, you can compare that to the opening scene in Civil War. Definitely, uh, definitely. You know, and that's good. And it's funny, certainly coming off the movie for the first time, because it's not the first time that we've had Cap in the field and somebody in his ear as he's like going through the motions and stuff. But it did feel like the movie for a second, and it was like, wow, that's interesting. Well, you know. thanks, man. It, 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 look, it, it's, it, was a, it was a tricky issue in that, uh, obviously, it's all built around a misdirect. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And one of, the, one of the things that's a little bit of shame, I, and I picked this up in some of the reviews, I can generally tell uh, in reading the reviews which, which come from people who had it spoiled and which came from people that didn't. Um, you know, because if, if, uh, if you knew what you were getting coming in, you'd probably look at the issue and be like, oh, this is kind of by the numbers. This is cap stuff that I've seen before mm-hmm. until that last twist. And you maybe <laughs> don't appreciate that for the unspoiled person, uh, you know, they got walked way over into left field before we knocked it into right. Uh, <laughs> you know, so they, 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 they don't maybe see that that's what we did there. And that actually, I think there's a lot of craft that went into that issue. I mean, and, and that's not just me. You know, I think that Jesus did an incredible job. The the color palette of the issue sure. changes completely. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, when we move into that, we we move into that twist, um, and uh, uh, you know, the, just just the tonally and how everybody's everybody's facial expressions change. Uh, it becomes a completely different book in those last few issues. And for the people who were able to go in blind. Uh, the response has been phenomenal. Uh, you know, for people who had it spoiled, they obviously uh, what are you going to do about that? It's like the sixth you, sense. If you if you know this the ending of the sixth sense exactly, it's 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 not much of a movie. But right. if you were like me and you saw it the weekend it came out and you didn't know anything about the movie, it blew your mind. Sure. So uh, that's that's just kind of uh, you know one of those perspective issues that you can't really control. Absolutely. Well, and you know we we haven't talked about. Um, the flashback sequences that, yeah. that really do kind of frame the story and, and clearly are clues to wherever you're going. I mean, I, you know, there's, I'm, I'm guessing there is no unimportant scene in this first issue. Absolutely. And, the, the flashbacks are really critical to the, to the overall story. And sure. was one of the things that I was most excited about, uh, about the book, there's a lot that's going to be invested in, in those flashback sequences. And uh, I should also say, uh, you know, talking about him again, uh, Jesus, uh, the, the, the color choices, uh, on this flashback scenes are, they are just some of the most beautiful pages I've yes. ever gotten to work on. Understood. No, it's gorgeous, man. And was, you know, I, cause I know Rick touched it upon this time period as well. Yes. Is, you know, so, uh, was, was Rick the first guy to really kind of, I mean, I know that uh, there was something about Steve's dad. I don't know how far back it goes with Steve's dad being an abusive father. There had been there had been some illusions, uh, you know, that that that, that maybe uh, Joseph wasn't the nicest guy, uh, you know, and things like that. But um, Rick was really the 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 the, the first to, to tell that story. Okay, um, and I really responded to it. I thought that it was a, a really good thing to to introduce for the character absolutely uh, i thought that it, it made sarah rogers a more interesting character um you know and and kind of watching her bravery in that situation and her dedication to her son in that situation um and i thought i thought you could just you could see how steve ended up being who he was uh as a result of that being in his formative years i kind of liked that steve didn't have a perfect childhood 
Um, yeah. You know, and uh, um, so uh, so that was something that Rick had had really done. And again, kind of talking about Mister X, that I really liked that there were some good parallels between this issue and Rick's first issue uh, on the book. We both opened in 1926. We both opened in the Lower East Side with Steve's parents. Yep. Uh, and uh, I, if, if you re- if you read those two issues next to each other, I think it's, it's, it's a fun experience because, um, you know, we are showing exactly what the narration talks about. It's about how just one little interaction can lead to things snowballing. And, and that's, that's a common thread that runs through the whole book. And also that character, uh, Alexis Sinclair is, is somebody that I'm really in love with writing. Uh, you know, it, it's, um, I mean, I can't say much about her now, obviously, but, sure. uh, I really feel like the book pops when she's on the page and, um, Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it, she's, she's, she's going to continue to be a part of it for, for a little while here. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got my theories. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't want to even put them out there because I, I really think people should. If they if they know the Captain America history, I'm sure they have theories as well. I you know I don't know what it is, Nick, because obviously I'm. I think I'm anti like and if clickbait is the wrong word. But Jonah Weiland and I were talking about this uh, last weekend because he came to town. To yeah. see the kingdom uh, for the kingdom come signing they had in Skokie and everything. Right? How and cool was that? It was fantastic. It really it was a good, it was a really great time. Uh, you know, really Alex and Mark, but even really talking to Jonah and stuff, we had fun. But it's just like I don't know, man. I don't feel compelled to give my listeners like this five five uh, best villain thing or my five <laughs> my five theories on how Secret Wars is going to end, how DC Rebirth is going to happen, whatever. I don't do that because I'm yeah. just like. All right, I got you know. I want everyone to kind of read it for themselves, and it's, uh, you it's know, sort of, yeah. yeah. And and it's a thing. Uh, what you find with people who who do write a lot of that stuff is they they'll say to you like, "Well, everybody kind of has these theories." And sure, they like, do. Actually, a lot of people though, you'd be surprised. A lot of people don't like, or they they have one and they kind of attach to that one, and so they've never considered the others. So you, so Absolutely. even though it's That's entirely true. speculative. Even though it's entirely speculative, it might be more spoilery than you think. Well, that's like, what I mean. It, and I, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I, I mean that's I. I would rather uh, we all and I, part of me too is fine. That's just my thoughts. I look forward to finding out the actual writer's idea and <laughs> right, 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 the right. story. And well, it's, it's tough. You know, I mean, again, it kind of speaks to like we were talking about people being upset and angry earlier. It's the same kind of thing. Speculation comes from the same place. It, it, it comes from if if people weren't doing it. It would mean that they didn't care, and that's Absolutely. that's the worst. So, no, and I get uh, that too. Yeah. So, but 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 yeah, it's it's obviously when you see uh, when you see stories about you know well how yeah how are the five ways that this could have happened? I I kind of I, I look at it and I'm like, well, you you know you might be right, you might be wrong, but maybe maybe try to let as many people go in blind as 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 they can they they will probably enjoy the experience more um i mean the one big thing that i can say about that is uh this is very much a story about what happens next rather than what happened before uh and so we're we're uh in issue two, we're very much putting our cards on the table. Like this isn't this this isn't like a Morning Glories esque long form mystery where you're not going to figure out until the end what's happened here or okay. you know, what the status quo is. Issue two really lays it out for you. Like like oh, issue wow. two is a hard break from issue one, 
and you know we're going to show you uh what you missed and we're going to show our work and uh because again it's not that's not really what the story is about um uh so it's not it's not you're not going to go through six issues uh you know or 12 issues of wondering why or how or when Steve became this way uh you know or you know questioning the validity of things okay. we're going to we're going to put that on 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 the table pretty quickly um in an issue that's that's very much a hard break from issue 1 we'll come back to where we ended issue 1 and issue 3 and uh so yeah it's 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 it, because again that's not really the story here Okay, and Tony Fernando, though, I want to let him know. Tony Fernando was yeah. wondering that and saying, uh, are we going to find out, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, pretty nobody, early. And yeah, I was like, well, isn't right that going to ruin your story? And it's like, he's and he's like, well, how, how else are you going to assure fans that, uh, I forget how he put it, but, you know, that, that you know, things, well, we need something <laughs> to shut, the, yeah, here he goes. Well, obviously, yeah, we a need lot something of to shut up all the haters like, who aren't even going to read the issue. Yeah, exactly. And, and kind of like being, just being like, a lot of retailers like, well, how am I going to sell this book? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Hail Hydra. It's, yeah, it's, it's obviously, uh, you know, there are logistical things here. But um, look, look it, it's, it's, it's again, that's not what that's not the story. really, really excited about the story. Um, I hear you, man. Yeah. It's, it's about where we take it. In fact, when when issue two comes out, I would bet good money you will have lots of people being like, oh, you know, like, like is, is that <laughs> yeah, all you got? Fun. Um, and, uh, uh, that's fine because then from there we get to move to the next stage and, uh, you know, that's a doozy. So, um, it's, it's, it's a really, uh, it's a story with a lot of parts. Um, you know, when I, when I brought it to Marvel and that, that's another thing here. It's like, I've, I saw loads of people talk about how this was editorially driven or editorially mandated, um, just for the record, I pitched this thing start to finish um, from, you know, it was hatched at my desk. Um, and uh, uh, that was I was actually really skeptical that they would go for it just because of that. I always kind of assumed that, you know, most events or whatever are kind of, you know, hatched at a different level that they're that they're, you know, that they're conceived at retreats and stuff like that. Uh, this is 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 not the case here that that. Um, you know, this is a big deal thing that, uh, I came up with and uh, they just had to go and, and, you know, get approval for, um, so yeah, this isn't, this, this, this wasn't a, you know, we need a shocking twist on the calendar for, for the spring quarter. Uh, this is, this is me coming to them and being like, I think this is the best story we can tell. At a point. That's excellent, man. No, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, I, I want to throw in a couple uh, comments as we continue. And Milton, sure. uh, Milton Puma from Twitter says, I don't have a question. I just want to thank Nick for an exciting new storyline. So you got people on your side, man. <laughs> no, you know? look, look, especially today, and even last night, last night there were lots of like nicely written things telling people to take deep breaths and to understand how comic books work. And I appreciate those stories. It's, it's a funny thing because a lot of those stories were coming out and they were very sympathetic to me. And they were like, you know, he doesn't deserve all the abuse that you're sending his way and everything. And I'm, I'm just kind of be here like, it's okay. You don't, you don't have to, you don't, you know, like the, these people are invested. People are freaked out. That's okay. Uh, you telling them, you know, well, this is a cycle. 
And, you know, like these are these are the strings behind, you know, like like nobody goes to a like a, uh, uh, you know, n- nobody, nobody like goes to a puppet show and like starts pointing out the strings to be, you know, like like <laughs> if you're if you're one of the kids that got that got fired up about the puppets, it's not it's not it's not great to have somebody whispering in your ear being like, you know, there's somebody behind that big black thing there. Right. <laughs> you know, like that's not. That's not wait, 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 what the world needs in that moment. And so I do. I mean, I, I'm torn because I appreciate it very much, uh, you know, because people don't like seeing, uh, you know, writers get death threats or whatever. But uh, it's yeah. OK. I'm a big boy. Uh, you know, I, I can handle it. And, and uh, again, uh, intensity is better than indifference. Agreed. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm OK. I, 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 I'm much happier with most people thinking that this is the end of the world. Very funny, man. Um, oh, do you want to get into the politics of the the factions of Hydra right now? Because I think that's really interesting. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, it, 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 it's uh, obviously we've come up with this new version of Hydra that the Red Skull uh, is running. Um, and uh, my goal for it was just to get away from the green and yellow and the the monolithic without yeah. really having a, a like a point to the terror i mean i have i have just sort of a career goal in terms of marvel stuff of uh and superior foes goes back to this as well um is just you have a lot of these characters that or concepts that ha- have become the thing that the hero fights at the beginning of an issue uh, while he's thinking about something else, uh, you know, he's 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 stressed about making his rent while he's, uh, you know, punching boomerang or uh, we need a couple of pages of action. So just have him bust up some secret Hydra facility somewhere, uh-huh. uh, you know, and it won't matter at all to the rest of the book. It's just it's just this book doesn't have enough kicking. And, you know, we, we got to get a couple more pages in. Uh, whenever I look at that stuff, I, I, my head just immediately is like, well, who's this Hydra guy? You know, like, what's what's he doing there? And why is he walking into a punch? Right. Like, like, like I, I mean, he's got to be like, I went to college. Uh, you know, I'm supposed to be a scientist. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not, you know, fighting somebody dressed in 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 purple and red. You know, like, like it's, it's, it's just, it's, this is, this is not what I signed up for. Or, you know, so then, and then you have to ask like, well, what would get you to, 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 to want to do those things? And, and again, you know, superior foes came from a place of like, who are these guys that keep unsuccessfully robbing banks every day of their lives? Like what, <laughs> what, what's going on in their heads? Um, so, uh, so, so yeah, so I wanted to come up with a, with, with a version of Hydra that I could understand why people were signing up. I could understand why they were giving their lives to it. Uh, you know, I could understand what vacuum Hydra was exploiting. Um, and it's, it's, it's really an interesting time because for the last eight years, we've seen massive growth in, white nationalist uh, and, you know, white supremacy groups, uh, you know, the, the, like the, the um, you know, the Southern Poverty and Law Center, like, will like, you know, do do these do these reports where they show that these guys can't 
recruit fast enough anymore. Wow. Uh, and it's really scary, and it's kind of it's it's all still sort of under the radar and underreported. Um, and there's even you know there's even stuff about how Congress is often indifferent indifferent to investigating it and and you know looking more closely at these groups. Uh, and obviously, we've had some fairly high profile instances in the last year of kind of armed protest. Uh, you know, and, 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 and standoffs and things like that. So, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a really interesting time for those kinds of, for those kinds of, of things. And it seemed to me like if somebody like the Red Skull, uh, were looking at how to, you know, uh, make Hydra, uh, a major power again and make them relevant again, that this is something that he would be all over. Sure. Um, and so he's, He's also responding to a challenge that he has in that he has Charles Xavier's brain right now. And so he is a, an enormously uh, powerful telepath, um, and, but he's frustrated by that power. He's frustrated by that gift. It's not at all what the skull wanted. Um, it's, a, it's a great case of kind of getting everything you asked for and hating it. He can now make everybody bow in front of him. Uh, but it's completely boring to him. He, there's, there was no conquest to it. Uh, you know, there, there, it's, 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 it's false. You know, the, the person doesn't really mean it. Um, and that's, that, that is an endless source of frustration to him. So he wants he's, certain believers, forgive the pun. Yeah, he, that, wants, he, he really wants people that buy into his shit. He wants sincerity. He yeah. wants, he wants, he wants actual acquiescence and, you know, it was it was it was such a funny thing, because when you do that, when you say, oh, he's got this world changing power uh, and we're going to take it off the table with an intellectual exercise. Uh, you know, a lot of times when you see that in stories, it, it, I, I know myself personally, you reject it. But this one felt really right. This this felt, it felt really right to me that the skull would use that when he needed to, uh, you know, use it in a pinch. Uh, but. In terms of in in terms of his broader strategy, uh, I think he'd find it a really empty way to win, um, and would 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 have less and less use for it uh, as as he went on. So um, so so for Skull, this is a, a really fun challenge because he's starting from the bottom. You know, the the when we see him, he's in these like. Uh, these like truck stop neo-Nazi bars, uh, you know, down in the basements, like down where they do the fight clubs and, you know, and he's, and he's talking things that these guys want to hear and, you know, he's speaking their language and it's, you can, you can see on the pages, I think like skull really comes alive that, uh, you know, this is kind of his natural element. You know, he's, he is a charismatic guy and, uh, you know, he, he likes, uh, you know, getting people, convincing people to follow him. Uh, so I, I like this this idea of a skull who could just walk into that room and you know issue a telepathic command, and they'd all just follow him out through mind control and and you know jump off a bridge for him. And he has no use for that. And instead, he's exploiting their fears, he's exploiting their insecurities, he's uh, you know he's giving them boogeymen. Um, and you know that was the other thing is is uh, you know, talking about why people would choose to sign up for something like Hydra, uh, it, it nobody's going to sign up because some guy is up on a stage shaking his fist saying, "I'm going to rule the world and you're all going to be my slaves." <laughs> you know, like nobody's nobody's like, "Oh, that sounds great. I'll be this guy's slave. That sounds 
that sounds awesome, man. Like, like uh, I'll risk my life for that. You've got to give people a reason to believe that they will benefit from that. And in, in, in the real world, at least, we often think that that's like a paycheck or whatever. But when you really look at most – when you look at most terrorist organizations or organizations that cross those lines, that's not at all what they're offering. What they're offering is a better world. They're offering they're offering you know uh, uh, they're offering a response to your to your fears and worries. Um, you know they they're 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 hitting things way more fundamental. It's not it's not about uh, it's not about a paycheck. It's not even about uh, power. It's 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 really about uh, you know feeling like you need to fight back against some kind of of invading force, some kind of boogeyman, uh, you know, some kind of external threat. And that's, that's what he's getting people in the door with now. And in comparison, what, what is Zemo? <laughs> you know, cause it's great. Cause I mean, that it really, it is a great kind of scene where Zemo's given this very passionate kind of, this is what Hydra will be. And then of course the camera kind of pulls out. And he's talking to like five people. Basically. Yeah, they're yeah, all, yeah. They're he's all kind like, of. He's got like, like flying tiger and plant man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like and they're not and they're not really on board. They're not really on board. They they showed up because they got the flyer. But, Pretty much exactly. Uh, you know, they're not they're not really uh, quite yeah, they're ready. They're not buying it. And yeah, they're like Z level supervillains and stuff. I, that's funny. I didn't even recognize them, so I didn't realize yeah. they were absolutely. You know, this isn't uh, your your dad's uh, Thunderbolts, unfortunately. Exactly. Uh, you know, look, I, I I see some folks on 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 uh, online or whatnot. Uh, you know, who they were big Thunderbolts readers, and they, you know, uh, you know, they they uh, Zemo has taken a turn over the last few years. He had some amazing development under like Kurt and Fabian and those guys, and uh, you know, was a really compelling uh, kind of antihero ca- character. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got a, he's got a complicated history and a complicated reason for doing what he does. Sure. Um, and sometimes people will read the way that I'm portraying Zemo right now and they'll be like, man, what happened to this guy? But that, (laughs) that is the story. Uh, Zemo is spinning out like he is rudderless. Um, you know, that he's been kind of, you know, my personal take is that he's been kind of rudderless since Thunderbolts. You know that that was his big play, right? That was sure. that was that was the moment. I mean, he, this this guy did between Under Siege and Thunderbolts. I mean, he was on a roll, uh, and uh, then like Bucky became Captain America, and it, it's like a circuit fried. You know, like like it, he lost it. Like uh, th- there was there was something about how that redemption came to Bucky, and just it 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 hit all his old grudges in a way that. It was very bad for him, uh, and that's kind of how I see Zemo. Is uh, he's an emotionally fragile guy, um, really just one of the most interesting Marvel characters that that that, that there is. Um, and uh, you know, it, my take is that you know the way that you saw him in in Ed's Capron and like Dennis's uh, uh, you know Avengers Arena, arena type stuff, and um, uh, you know what what Rick did with him. In all new Captain America with Sam, uh, you know this is—he's sort of fallen into this rut where he is, um, you know, he's back in the supervillain game, um, and uh, you know he's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, uh, he's not entirely sure what he's doing. He's latching on to things like Hydra, and um, uh, you know he's trying to just get new Masters of Evil going for the eighty-fifth time. Um, and that's where he starts. 
um, you know, and uh, uh, it's um, uh, to me, it's an interesting place to see a character because it's sort of somebody who missed their shot and is 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 now in a in a in a personal mess and it's about to get way worse for him. Uh, so, um, so yeah, that's, 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 that's kind of where I am with Zima. Zima wants Hydra is, 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 it's not the most creative idea. You know, he wants, he wants a bunch of supervillains and he wants, he wants, uh, green and yellow guys in green and yellow costumes. And, uh, you know, he wants the doomsday machine will, uh, turn everybody into, you know, 10 legged zombies. Um, and you know, that's, that's, he's like, let's, let's. You know, but but the question is, when are you going to put the camera on him and, you know, have him be like, what the hell am I even doing? Um, you know, they, 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 that's 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 hopefully. That's cool. Yeah. No, that's great, man. Well, and again, I, you haven't even said it, but what you put him through in and I'm sorry, Avengers. What was it called? Uh, it was Avengers uh, Undercover, do you mean? No, uh, no. The, or, oh, the, oh, you mean in Standoff. You mean in Standoff. Yeah, in Standoff, yeah. exactly. In Pleasant – is it Pleasantville? Where, where was it well, called? Pleasantville. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's it's weak, right? I plugged everybody else's books. Well, the, yeah. The, I mean, well, and, and that's the thing that, 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 yeah, before before he remembered who he was, he was, you know, in Pleasant Valley or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah, yeah. He uh, – um, Standoff was kind of the straw that broke his back. Yeah. You know, like, like – it, it, and and a lot of people were like, he's just he's you know he's killing without concern anymore. And I and I would just say to it, uh, you know, Zemo was on his best day a, a very severe antihero. Uh, you know that that was him at his kindest. Yes. Uh, these these guys are all Shield personnel that have been imprisoning him and you know rewrote his reality. Yes. He is he's not going to pull a punch there. He's he's. Uh, you know, these are guys that he's not going to have any compunction about killing. Sure. Uh, so, you know, uh, Zemo in that situation, I think you can put a lot of the heroes in that situation and their response wouldn't be all that different. It's sure. uh, you Bruce know, Banner it, in that situation. Exactly. It's it's this is not a thing that that. Um, uh, well, you know, we kind of tried to make people think we did. Uh, <laughs> 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 True. No, that's but that's a, that is interesting. And especially to put. This super villain, and and you, he is completely a random factor now. You don't know what he'll do. Because well, and that that, that also that also set. is something that also is something that I think about Zemo a lot, which is that this is kind of how he is. People think that Zemo. People will think for a long period of time that Zemo is a clown. That he's kind of a you know uh, poor man's he, version of his father. That, yeah, that he's a poor man's version of his father. That he's not nearly as much of a threat as the skull is. Sure. Um, you know, there's all these things and, and there's something and, and there's things about him, uh, you know, how earnest he is and how over the top he can be and everything that compound that. But the reality is nobody's gotten closer to taking everything down. The Zebo has a couple times, uh, you know, that, that, that to me that in the Marvel Universe, like very few villains. Have have like grabbed the ring the way that Zemo has on a couple of occasions, and so uh, you know he's incredibly dangerous. Like like it, it, him being that nutty uh, and all over the place is what makes him so dangerous. And uh, so it's you know it's it's I, he's a character I have a lot of love for, um, and uh, uh, you know it, I, I'm sorry for what I've done. <laughs> And now Cap, in his frame of mind, and depending on what we learn in issue two, 
now I can, you know you can't wait to see given what happened to to Jack uh, or at least what we saw happen to Jack and everything what we believe happened to Jack. Um, yeah, I mean, what happens the next time he talks to Sam? What happens the next time he talks to Bucky? Uh, well, some we, of those conversations, some of those conversations, uh, you know, you've, you you have to realize you've probably already seen. Uh, so should we go back and look at standoff you know, and, and wait, Sam wait, Wilson wait. and things? Who and, can say how far you should go back? As of as of issue one, maybe you should go 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 all the way back. Um, but uh, you know, right, I mean, what I can 20s. say is sure. what I can say is this will be a great story for people who love their back issue bands. You know, this is this, if you if you don't have that Marvel Unlimited subscription, uh, you know, or or what have you. Uh, you know, you might want to check it out because it's 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 a fun story in that regard. It's not super continuity driven, uh, but there are plenty of of nods to it. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, look, a huge part of what gets me so excited about this story is now now that you know this, nobody in the Marvel universe does practically. So. Uh, it's it's a thing where every time you see Steve pop up in any other book, uh, you know, no, it, when you see him interacting with any other character, you're going to have that Hitchcock feeling of, you know, get the hell out of the room. Uh, right. You know, this is, yeah, what was uh, Shadow of a Doubt with uh, Joseph Cotton, who's exactly. friendly Uncle Charlie that the entire town loves, except <laughs> Teresa Wright knows that this is a cold-blooded killer. Exactly, exactly. Now you're going to be sitting there just kind of watching helplessly, uh, you know, as, 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 you know, nobody, there's nobody more trusted and more looked yeah. up to and more listened to in the Marvel Universe than Steve. Um, and, you know, that is, that is still the case. So, um, wow. That, that's, 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 that's a huge part of, I mean, you know, when, when, when we were talking about it, like in the rooms and stuff, you could see that was what got people really excited was that they could, you know, have Steve drop into their book, and we know the agenda. Like, like you know, we we know. You know, certainly by the time you start seeing it more and more over the next few months, you'll know kind of what's what's in play. Uh, but uh, the 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 character on the page doesn't. So wow. that that should be a lot of fun. Man, you know, and it reminds me again of Winter Soldier when we learn uh, Robert Redford's true motivations. And that's why that Jack scene was just like, ah, damn it, Consuela, and forgive me. But there, that's- there was a lot of talk. Yeah, yeah. The, Jack is Jack is kind of our Consuela moment. There was a lot of talk about that as a comparison point, and um, you know that was that was a nice inspiration for us here. Cool. Um, you know, is uh, uh, if you look at those those still when I watch Winter Soldier uh, and I hear those first Robert Redford speeches, I'm in. I hear like, you, man. He sounds like a good guy. Well, it's uh, it's Robert Redford who could have been Cap had he been cast exactly. in the seventies. He is the the he is Condor from Three Days of the Condor. <laughs> right. He's every he even up to Spy Game with Brad Pitt. He's right, that, right. You know, he's that good guy, that good in, intelligence guy that you yeah. Can count so on. you want to trust him, and uh, uh, so you know, um, and and you when you go back and you watch those scenes, you see how the speech cuts both ways. Yep. You know, you, you see how this is uh, this is good guy talk, um, but then you can also see how it can be bad guy talk once, you, once you know it. So that's that you're going to see a lot of that, and that's uh, I mean that this is never going to get old. That's awesome, man. Seriously, I, no, I I think this is really really exciting, and um, 
yeah, a direction in the book that I've never seen before and only makes it more interesting. What happens when the world's most trusted man becomes its greatest enemy without that's, anyone realizing it? That's really that that there is the story. Like yeah. that's 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 what and I think that that's what people aren't looking at yet. What they're looking at right now is they've seen this and you know they they see the flashbacks to 1926 and they're trying to like make it mesh. Like they're 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 trying to say like uh, you know, how is this possible? You know, how did I've seen lots of people being like, how did he pick up the hammer then? You know, and and right. stuff like All that. Right. Fair. That's a fair question. OK, great, great questions. But the biggest question that you should be asking is what is he doing? Like, wh- wh- where is where is he going now? Like, like if, if, if you just told us this now. Like, wh- what does that mean is about to happen? Uh, you know, again, it's not a story about. Uh, you know how those years played out, or whatever. It's it's we'll we'll deal with that. We'll explain that, and and you know uh, give you what we think is a, a logical answer for that. But uh, what what the story is really all about is where he's going from here, and it's the fact that the most trusted and looked up to uh, and inspiring figure in the Marvel universe is Hydra, and everybody still. Uh, puts all their faith in him. Uh, he is every bit as capable uh, and brilliant uh, and strong-willed uh, as he was five minutes before you knew that. Um, and as a result, that makes him the most dangerous person in the Marvel Universe. Uh, this is not a guy that loses. Uh, and you know now he is playing on a different team than you knew before. And that's that's you know we just we just we we just possibly introduce the most powerful villain in the Marvel universe, which is kind of a big deal. Very cool. Very interesting. Uh, I'm looking at some uh, questions and see what I can ask awesome. you here. Uh, <laughs> all right, here's see, this. Seeing what's fit, seeing what's fit for podcast standards. Well, yeah, cause you know, I mean, well, and honestly I will even let some of these ones in that I think are just like, man, it, okay. You, you, they just got an axe to grind right now. I mean, um, I mean, that's again, like that's that's. Uh, welcome to my welcome to my Twitter feed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw your response in terms of I can't respond to all you know all nine thousand of you, but I appreciate your passion. It was. I'm I'm not kidding you. It was it was at first. I mean, it was it was like thirty forty a second. You know that you could just you. I, I, I could that. sit that's there. Fantastic. I could sit there and just click the mouse. And the whole screen. Yeah, I have a I have a 27 inch iMac, and the whole screen would be different messages than it was the last time that I clicked. And I could just sit there and go click, 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 and every single time, just completely different sets of people. I mean, I think that 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 Chris Evans tweet is getting up to like a hundred thousand retweets. Uh, you know, there were millions of them out there. Uh, you know, there were actual millions of social media messages about this yesterday, which is just mind blowing. Like it's, 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 it's just, uh, you don't get stuff like that. I I knew when I went to like entertainment weekly and we were beating the game of Thrones headlines, you know, I was just like, (laughs) okay, all right. You know? And like, uh, just, uh, you talk to people and they're like, yeah, my, my brother who's never picked up a comic in his life, uh, said he wants to punch you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, like, like you just say, like, okay, all right, 
um, that's 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 okay. That's that's part of the job now. Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> well, because you know, I mean, honestly, there's a lot of like, and certainly because I was like, hey man, let him tell a story. Just shut up. I mean, I literally said, just shut the fuck up. Right. You but as you scroll have through, this, you've got this you whole story figured now, out. As yeah. you scroll through now, you realize you're in the minority. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, here, uh, Lord Germain, Germain Exum. Oh, awesome! Yeah, absolutely, from uh, from North Carolina. And I, what, what's his comic book story? I always forget the name of his comic book story. Acme. Acme, of course. Yeah. Lord Retailer yeah. here. Retailer here. I'm in Nick's corner in what is clearly risky storytelling. Being retailer on the front lines means that we're often the last hands on the product in terms of promoting, marketing, endorsing comic books. But I trust you, especially <laughs> if we can get the wings back on the helmet. My question is: Was there <laughs> was there any part of what happened yesterday? That you were not prepared for. You saw what guys like Bendis and Brubaker went through when they made big moves with characters. Were you really prepared to have people come at you personally, knowing they only read a headline or someone else's reaction to an article and may have never actually read the story that you wrote? Uh, I would say, for the most part, I knew what was coming. Um, that you definitely don't think that you're going to reveal that Captain America is Hydra. And expect a bunch of people to throw you a party. You know, you don't, you don't, you don't expect people to be uh, uh, having a positive response to that, to that as as a thing. That's it's a bad thing. Um, and people don't typically say, you know, bad things are awesome. I mean, some some of us can, you know, step back from a story and be like, well, this will, this could be a good story. But for most people, uh, you know, they want to sit in the front rows, and so for them. Uh, you know, this is nothing but bad. Uh, so no, I, I understood that, and I knew I knew that it would be a, a high-profile announcement. Um, you know, and I have been up close for for you know some of my friends and some other writers having those. Um, this one ended up being really big, like like bigger, and that was the only thing that was surprising was maybe the volume on it was. Uh, I mean, we don't have the full accounting yet. You know, in terms of the, you know, the earned media impact and the the social media impact and all that stuff, but as of as it looked yesterday, it was pretty off the charts in that kind of you know death of Supermanish kind of way, um, and that maybe surprised me. That, that that I didn't I didn't I knew that I knew that we'd get like some you know uh, like they 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 we did the Entertainment Weekly story. Like the 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 day before, uh, and had it embargoed and all that, and uh, so I knew that that was coming, and you know, so I knew that some 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 websites would pick it up and stuff like that, and I knew obviously that it would be big on like the comic sites and everything. I didn't maybe know that it was going to be New York Times, Washington Post, L.A. Times, CNN. Uh, you know, I didn't know that it was going to be quite so universal, uh, um, and and I maybe hadn't hadn't grasped, uh, you know, how the movie audience and things like that would view this. Um, so, but that's good. You know, it's, it's kind of like you, you were, you know, you were going for the triple and it, it happened to, you know, got past the line. Uh, so that, that, that's, you know, that's okay. Um, uh, you know, for retailers, I mean, it, it's to me, it's a great opportunity. People are going to come into your shop. They're going to be angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, 
they're what the hell's going on in Captain America? I saw yeah. the thing on CNN. What the hell? Yeah, they're going to be talking, and that's yeah. to me. That's 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 we don't get enough of that in comics. So you know, my, uh, my you know, favorite take advantage. I don't know. Did you ever see the Kurt Russell uh, Elvis movie? When he when he plays Elvis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I always I always go back. Pat Hingle played Colonel Parker, and uh, <laughs> and and Kurt Russell's reading the newspaper. He's like, man, they're calling me Elvis the Pelvis. And uh, Pat Hingle is like, as long as they spell your name right, Elvis, that's all that exactly. matters. And, and exactly. And literally, I always quote that all the time. It's like, as long as they spell your name right, Elvis, that's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Tamor Dar, who goes by TD Spidey 616 on, uh, on Twitter. Great meeting you, uh, Nick, at uh, New York Comic Con. I'm curious if your plans on using some of the Hydra characters, uh, Remender introduced in his Captain America. Uh, definitely possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'll see a lot of familiar Hydra faces. If you've been in Hydra uh, at one point or another, there's pretty good odds you're popping up in this story. Um, you know, this is this is uh, this is Hydra's biggest moment. So uh, everybody's everybody's going to be kind of getting getting the band back together, and um, everybody's everybody's going to want to show up for this part. Um, you know, again, most a lot of them are like tongue in cheek kind of questions. Uh, <laughs> you know, they are. I mean, because like uh, I, I'm assuming this is tongue in cheek. Uh, Neftali Morales asks, "What's the most efficient and respectful way for comic fans to censor or micromanage your writer's creative?" <laughs> I, I, I imagine that one's fairly sarcastic. I would yeah. think so. Um, uh, you know, uh, I mean, it, 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 tweets aren't bad. <laughs> you know, I mean, clearly, I'm seeing them. Uh, you know, like, like I, I hear it all. I, I really do. I'm not, I'm not one of these writers that kind of shuts it all off. Um, I have a pretty thick skin and, and honestly, you know, like, like I get that this is a big part of the job and, and can find ways to enjoy it. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, this isn't a thing where I'm, I'm, uh, uh, you know, hiding out. I, I, I was able to take the temperature on this book at multiple times throughout the last, uh, you know, throughout the last 24 hours or so. It, one of my favorite things actually was it started hitting the comic sites and stuff on Tuesday night um, because it, you, there's just – no matter what you do to keep the leak in, it, the Tuesday is impossible because sure. – uh, the store owners showing, already have their books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, book, the books have hit the shops and stuff. It, it's just, it's just really impossible to keep to to to, to keep it out then. Um, but uh, what was really funny was um, the, uh, the 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 when when the the comic book people like the you know the 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 hardcore regular Wednesday warrior types. Uh, they were upset about it, but they were upset about it in a very different way. You know, they were they were upset in that very jaded comic book reader way of like, oh, here's another twist. Look at the gimmicks. You know, uh, that, that's whenever whenever there's a twist that you're upset about, the response is always, this is a sales gimmick. You know, and it's like it's like you want to tell people they made the wire for the ratings. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you kind of want to tell people like, uh, you know, the, the sweetest, most earnest movie that you've ever seen, the most sincere work uh, on some level, they made it so that an audience would go and buy tickets and see it. Yeah. Com- <laughs> commercial art. It's right, that's, right. That's, it really is that simple. Commercial yeah, art. That's 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 what we're in the business of. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, <laughs> you know, it, it it was pretty funny because yeah, like in the overnight, you could see people 
being like, oh, I'm not even I'm not even that impressed. And it's like, well, you've been on this message board talking about it for nine hours. So I feel like there's a part of you that's impressed. Uh, you know, you, you, you certainly seem invested for somebody who's who's trying to pose as indifferent. Um, but uh, at, at the same time, then. So I kind of thought when I like, you know, when 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 that all came out and when the book kind of hit in the morning, I kind of thought I had a general uh, sense of where it was and none of it was terribly surprising. But again, as uh, you know, major media outlet after major media outlet starts picking it up, uh, it's going out to people who don't pick up the books every Wednesday and it's going out to people who maybe have never picked up a comic and, you know, maybe only know the character from the movies and uh that you know then you're playing a different game and it's not one that i am a part of every week and so that was a great kind of experience for me and and uh you know kind of seeing how that differs uh, you know i don't know which one i take you know yeah. it's it's yeah. uh cuz it's it's you know again far more upset but there's always a, there's obviously a part of you that's like Wow, you know they're super fired up about this story. They're 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 really into it. So uh, so that that part's pretty cool. Caleb Alexander, do you feel that the rise of the instantaneous gratification culture has diminished the ability of episo- episodic writers to use story devices such as cliffhangers without causing internet outrage? I think it's a really good question uh, because obviously uh, you know delivery methods and whatnot are changing a lot. You yeah. know, you have things like Netflix dropping their entire season so that when you hit that cliffhanger, you can just watch the next one immediately. Uh, you know, people are binge watching everything. Um, and, you know, even in comics, loads of people are binge reading now, you know, trades have no exploded question. because people want to go buy three or four of them at once and, and, you know, read them in, in, in a sitting. So, uh, I do think that we've got some really unique challenges. Um, for me, the, the stuff that this this pointed out to me is, yeah, we haven't cracked uh, what to do about keeping the, the, the big surprise out of uh, out of the eyes of people who don't want it spoiled for them. Um, and that is the it, it, again, you know, you had the you had you had it getting leaked on the Tuesday night. Um, and but then on Wednesday, you had, you know, huge media outlets just putting it in the headline. And, uh, you know, it's, and there's no way for the average comic book reader to know which Wednesday, uh, their, their, you know, one of their books is going to be front page news. There's, there's, there's no way for people to know that. And for whatever reason, in terms of comic book stories, um, the, you know, there's not the same kind of approach to headline spoilers that there are with, with movies or TV shows that, that, you know, they'll, they'll go much farther in terms of giving the twist away, probably because they're reaching an audience that doesn't regularly read them. And so they're not, not as concerned. Um, but, you know, I think protecting the twists is kind of the first thing, uh, that, that, you know, we're still navigating exactly how to do that. Um, there are certain levels where you can do it. Like we did it really well during standoff with the Zemo payoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that was a yeah. genuine, you know, people did not know that that was going to happen until the Wednesday. Uh, and it was just important enough a reveal that it, it didn't, you know, it didn't break in like a front page news kind of way on even like on comic websites. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, so that, that, that's a, a good example. You know, I always think of, 
like uh, the end of that uh, Infinite Crisis uh, prologue, you know, the Blue Beetle stuff. Like I, I yes. always remember that is that was a genuine shock for me when I read it. Like it hadn't been spoiled for me, and it's always stuck with me as just you know the pitch perfect execution. And that's that's kind of the, what I went for on that on that Pleasant Hill prologue. Um, and uh, so you can still you can still get away with stuff like that, but ones of this magnitude, it's really hard. Now in terms of uh, you know, the, the whole thing of now everybody has to wait a month, uh, for the next issue of this. <laughs> and so obviously they're, they're judging things now on the basis of just a small chapter in the story and, and really on one page of one issue. Yep. Uh, that's tough, but uh, you know, I, that's how the world operated for, you know, God knows how long in serialized fiction, you know, that, 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 that I, you know, I guess I'm just old enough or whatever that I can still remember when, uh, you know, everything wasn't given to you all at once and you had to wait. Um, and so I can still appreciate it, um, you know, and I think that we're under constant pressure to go ahead and give away the secrets and to go ahead and, uh, you know, announce the next thing. Uh, and I'm always nervous about it because. I, I worry that we're starting to create a, a, a sort of a second audience that kind of follows announcements. Yes. They don't read the books, really. Right. They just kind of follow along online, and so they're getting these kind of bad synopses. Yes. And, of, of course, these people, when you talk to them, are the most cynical uh, and, like, the, the people who are the hardest on current comics – because they're not really – you're not reading comics. Like you're, right. you're, you're, you're reading spoilers of comics, and – you know that's just not going to ever be like a a, a a a great way to to read these things. Um, so you know it's it's uh that it's we have all kinds of challenges now um, in terms of people's attention spans. Um, in you know in in terms of people kind of prejudging shocking moments, or viewing them in the worst possible light. Um, you know, but at the end of the day. Uh, people are talking about this. They're going to be speculating. And when the next issue comes out, I would imagine a lot of people are going to pick it up probably a lot more than if it, the issue would have ended on a nice, happy, everybody wins ending. <laughs> so, uh, so, you know, I, I suspect that it will work out for us in, in this instance. Uh, Uncanny Kyle wants to know, uh, how are things going with Ant-Man? <laughs> Really good, really good. <laughs> like, like in yeah. contrast. No, yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, um, it, you know, it's a it's a nice palate cleanser. <laughs> um, you know, uh, we're kind of getting to the end of that story, and and uh, that we've been telling for a while, and and so it's it's kind of nice being at the end of something while you're at the beginning of something else, and okay. and and so. Uh, uh, you know, you can kind of remind yourself, uh, you know, how much easier it gets as you go. Um, is it like, I mean, at this point, because you know where it's going and stuff, does it become drudgery in terms of writing these final chapters or whatever? No, no. I mean, sometimes you can get into that murky middle where, sure. you know, that's, that's generally for me, like the hardest. It, okay. Although the, 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 it's, it's a funny thing because that the murky middle stuff can be a lot of times. Uh, the stuff that's the hardest to get excited about, but often it's the easiest to write, um, you know, because you're kind of, uh, you know, you're at a nice cruising altitude or whatever, and, and you kind of know how to just write an issue of that. Whereas when you, it, in your beginnings and your endings, 
you know, you're, you're obviously focused on sticking the landing and, and things like that. So no, it's, 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 it, I, I love that book. I love Scott as a character. I've had so much fun with it and, and it's, it's great for me to kind of look at the character now. We've really built up supporting casts and a rogues gallery and, um, you know, that, that we've built out his life. He was so long overdue for an ongoing, um, you know, he was just a character that, that, that moment just didn't come for him in his early days. And, uh, you know, it, the, the hook of the character, the, the superhero single dad stuff and, um, you know, in his past as an ex-con, it's just such a great premise, such a great foundation that I really felt like when I got it, I was like, this is just the easiest easiest hit like this is just this sure. this this kind of writes itself and and it's never stopped feeling that way that's excellent that's very cool is your so your run is ending is is the book ending oh uh, i mean I, I can't say that this story is ending okay <laughs> so, understood so right. we'll see we'll see uh shout out uh from uh one of uh the writers for bedlam because he's like is this your way of bringing back bedlam and kind of get through <laughs> I've only gotten a couple. Whenever I have any kind of announcement, whenever I have any any kind of news, there's always people who pop up and are just like, "Well, instead of doing this, could you do more Bedlam?" Bedlam uh, is fun, man. Absolutely. I, look, I really I love the book. I wish that the economics worked. Understood. Uh, you know, and I wish that that a couple of things had gone differently early on with that book. Uh, you know, because I really believed in it and really, you know, really loved writing it. And I'm very proud of, of this, of the stories that we were able to do. It's just, I, I've kind of stopped, uh, you know, promising that I'm going to get back to it. I, I, I can only say that I want to, um, you know, but thus far, uh, you know, that opportunity kind of eludes me. All right. Well, let me ask you another uh, question that I just realized. Uh, now that Cap is in this frame of mind and is one of the more dangerous people in the Marvel Universe, will we see an impact in Civil War? Uh, you're going to see a major impact in Civil War. Uh, it's it's not tangential. Um, sure. Let's put it that way. This is this is going to have a a, um, a real um, uh, yeah. It's it's going to have a real fundamental connection and a, and a major impact. It, I can I can't tell you. Uh, how how cool that is to have you know Brian really embraced the story and really uh, took advantage of it in some really cool ways um, and uh, just you know Brian is a is, is we talked about this you know Brian is is a hero of mine he's you know like it's it's a weird thing now to like work with him a lot because I, you know, really when I was trying to break in as the writer and everything, he was the guy that I looked at and said, you know, write like that guy. I hear um, and, uh, you know, so, so to have him pick, pick this up and run with it the way that he has and to, uh, do things that I think make both stories, uh, you know, better, uh, it's just, it's, it's been, it's been amazing to watch and, uh, it's just, it's a, it's a cool thing to be a part of. Very cool. Well, and his story's just getting started. So we it's can only be imagine, yeah, we can only imagine the possibilities, yeah. uh, where cap will take a very different role in civil war. Yeah. That was interesting. Cause I remember when they were even talking about the lineup and it's like, yeah, Cap's there, but he seems to be in the background, and now we seem to understand why Cap's in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, lots of people were 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 uh, asking questions, and you know, uh, we may have lied a few times. 
as you've so. said. <laughs> that's interesting. No, and you know, I mean, that's the thing. And and um, Dave Fowley on on uh, Facebook had asked why you didn't address um, how Cap changed a bit more in the story itself uh, from being the old man to to re- rejuvenated. I think obviously, first of all, you covered it in the recap page. Secondly, I think if you're a captain, and I'm answering for you, I also know that, you know, it was covered very well in the 75th anniversary issue of uh, Cap, the Sam Wilson issue and everything. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think a lot of that is going to probably depend on whether or not you read Standoff or not. And Standoff, um, of course. Yes, indeed. But, but you know, and, and look, I'll just say this. Um, this. All these stories that I've been doing on the Captain America side are all connected. And so if this is where you hopped on, if you hopped on with Steve Rogers, Captain America number one, a great thing to do is go back and read Sam Wilson, Captain America and Avengers standoff there. You know, this is all, all the same run to me. It's, it's, you know, it's different titles and different books and everything, but to me, it's, it's Captain America. Sure. In terms of, in terms of my schedule. So, um, it's, it's, uh, we also, you know, we, we had that, that scene between uh, Steve and Sharon where they, where they talk about it within the issue. Yes. Yes. Uh, you know, I wanted to make sure that people, uh, were at least semi up to speed, just, you know, just having read that book. If they, if the last thing that they knew was that Steve was an older guy, you know, we, we explain it in issue and on the recap page. So you do as much as you can. It's, it's always, if it's always a thing of people wanting, uh, you know, maybe a story that they responded to or liked, they'll kind of want it to be acknowledged more, uh, you know, within the pages of the, of the next story. And you always kind of just have to tell them, I have to go tell the next story. You know, like, like right. I, 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 I'm, I'm acknowledging it. I'm, you know, like, like I, I, I try to talk about it a bit, but now we've, we've got to, we got to keep it moving. I understand. You lied to me when I even asked you because I assumed that maybe there might be some residue of being ninety. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, lots of people were were asking questions that you know I either had to make up answers for or, <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's just the job, man. No, it was like, cool. I have, um, I have no problem with that. I it would have mind. been so awful if I would have been in that column and been like, you know, we'll see. Maybe he's evil. <laughs> You know, that there's really there's just there's no way to hint, you know, yeah, there's just there's there's there was I was either just uh, make it up whole cloth. And, you know, we had to we did so funny. We did. You know, the covers won't line up for the book. Uh, and, uh, you know, the solicits don't line up for the book in terms of in terms of the issue, the end of the story that they describe. It's it's uh, you know, we had to do all that stuff like we had Hilarious. to we had to just just make it make it like we were doing a completely different book. So don't yeah, don't just read Avengers standoff and, and read Sam Wilson and stuff like that. Let's go back to the diamond. catalog. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and read the fiction that you guys came up with. That's fantastic. Exactly. Not actual cover. I saw people. That's I saw people yesterday. Yeah, I saw people yesterday being like, uh, well, this has got to be wrapped up in the next issue because the solicit says in the third issue that he's, he's fighting this guy. And I was just like, I didn't even remember writing that. That's awesome. I, I was just like, that's, yeah, that, dude, that's that we needed a solicit. And oh, uh, if we would have just put classified or whatever, everybody would have been suspicious, you know? So we just, we just had to, had to do a big fake out. Very funny, man. You're killing me. <laughs> Dude, I uh, if it's okay, I want to wrap up because and yeah. I, forgive me because I want to um, 
I do want to invite you back because you're two issues into the fix. Yeah. And I want to give you the proper uh, space to talk about the fix because I love Thanks, Superior. Absolutely, man. I love Superior Foes of Spider-Man. And the fix is another great story. And I'm really glad you and Lieber are doing this. Uh, and I, and so literally uh, you are welcome back uh, as we're as we're entering June. So if you want, like in a week or two or something. I'm happy, you know, before issue three comes that sounds out, great, man. if that makes more sense, whatever makes sense in terms of uh, helping promote the fix, because, uh, you know, that's that's great, man. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, uh, the book, the response to the book's been fantastic. So we're, we're having a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And and yeah, really, man. And no, and there and there are a few people who uh, wanted to also say that, you know, they're loving what you're doing with the fix and everything. So awesome. uh, but, yeah, I just kind of felt this is you know, the moment to talk about this now. And, <laughs> Probably. And, yeah, obviously, with the shock and everything. But the good news is, and, and I really think that our conversation has proved this, uh, there's very interesting things coming up in Captain America. And rather than, uh, you know, cry, I, I hope that, you know, we're turning a few people and going, oh, well, that sounds interesting. <laughs> if I can, no, for if sure, I can be an old lady sure. talking over the fence. Well, I'd like to say that. Well, yeah, and the other thing that I would say that I don't think that we've maybe said enough is oh. uh, this is not really going to be a Captain America story. This is like a, this is a Marvel Universe story. This isn't you know this I wouldn't even call this an Avengers story. This is this is something where if you're following Marvel comics, if you're reading Marvel comics, it probably is a good idea to get on board. You know, I hate I hate when people. Uh, think that they think that saying that kind of thing is hype. Uh, all I can point to is, you know, I said Avengers standoff was going to be really important and that it was going to move the needle and that, you know, things were going to happen that were going to have big time repercussions. And, you know, people were just like, yeah, okay. Like that's, that's, I get it. They, they all do. Um, and, uh, you know, here we are. Well, and, and you know the people that read standoff ha, you know have a little bit of a leg up and well, uh um so you know it's 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 a thing you know they have a little bit more of a complete picture uh and so you know it's it's the same thing I'm, i i you know i would tell people get on this book now uh you know because it's going to have a just i honestly i keep saying this but i honestly can't believe they're letting me do it like like it's 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 so big uh you know it and 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 it's 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 such a uh you know a story that takes so many big risks and big moves uh that i'm i'm you know just really grateful that i'm even getting the opportunity to do it but i mean it's it's one of the it's not just one of the biggest stories that i've i've like heard you know it's not it's not just the biggest story that i've worked on it's bigger than pretty much I've heard of. So that you can say that that's hype. And, you know, that is, you know, my job is to sell the book, but uh, I wouldn't write a check that I couldn't cash. Um, so it's, this is, this is going to be major, man. Well, and I, yeah, I mean, and we, we didn't talk about the sentient cosmic cube and I forget her name right now. Uh, Kobik. 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 Out there running. Yeah. Out there running around with Bucky and Thunderbolts. Great book to pick up. Another book that if you want the whole picture, maybe worth picking up Thunderbolts. Uh, Jim Zub's doing a really good, really good job on that book. And, uh, you know, it's, it's obviously it's Bucky. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, uh, uh, you know, there, there are going to be a lot of connections. The, the two books will definitely, 
uh, butt heads at points in the future. Very cool. And then um, the doctor that uh, that Steve now has custody Doctor Eric Selvig. Also an Avengers standoff, right? Making also an Avengers standoff. So yeah, you know, if if you didn't read Standoff and you're like, uh, you know, these characters are popping up and they're talking about sentient cosmic cube and talking to talk to Eric Selvig, somebody that read Standoff really gets what's you know, like they know who those characters are and you know, like they know those things. So if you're if you're trying to figure out how to spend the month before issue two. I would say there you go. go back and 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 read those issues while hopefully hopefully they're still full price. Um. <laughs> Avengers standoff and Sam Wilson and uh, any anything else uh, that we should be uh, looking at. Uh, boy, I want to I want to say some stuff, but I know that they'll kill me if I do. Right. So All no, right. I think I think you know for now just stick to those two. All right, very funny, yeah. very good, Nick. I like it. That's good. You can you can hear the smile in my voice. I think you can. <laughs> no, seriously, man. I, I really think you've you've set up a very interesting status quo that I'm glad to see that the rest of uh, the Marvel Universe will be jumping on. And uh, yeah, I, I've, I have read those kind of uh, comments from Brevoort and Axel that uh, things are going to go in a very interesting direction for Marvel. And it's good to see that both companies are uh, are, are doing uh, something interesting. What a new comic book day, right? Yeah, that that, was no shit. Nuts. No uh, shit. I'm sorry that that we had to blow them out of the water like that, but <laughs> you know, I think there was enough room on. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm listen. It, I'm, it very, I'm very emotions. happy for them. Yeah, I'm, was... I'm in no way bitter. I'm in no way still bitter about them firing me. I know. I in no way. <laughs> oh, really? Enjoyed... Are you are you a newborn man now? <laughs> I, I in no way. I in no way enjoyed watching. Uh, you know, as we slowly sucked all of the oxygen out of the room, I, I in no way <laughs> took any gratification from that. I would never. No, no uh, clearly. You know, but no, really, I mean, I, 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 I'm a big Jeff, Jeff Johns fan, so uh, that was fun, you know. And it was, it was really funny because uh, when that stuff came out, uh, you know, as it did over the weekend, I was just like, oh my god, you know, like, like, like. He's they're, they're like rebooting the universe again. What am I supposed to do? My little Captain America book, you know, my my my. Were you scared? My, That's all. My That's ship it. is my ship is so small, and the ocean is so big, and uh, then uh, yeah, but that's so funny. You know, uh, then you get to it, and you know, uh, we we kind of exploded, um, <laughs> in a in a broad way. And you're like, oh no, no, I guess I guess I guess I, I guess I was wrong. Um, so yeah, that was. I no way. I, I promise. I didn't. I didn't ever sit there cackling that uh, you know maybe everybody was talking about a Marvel book uh, on, on the that day, day. That, uh, that an eighty page nine came out. I maybe. I maybe. We 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 charge four ninety nine for ours. That's the uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. You know, I I uh, again, like I said before, I'm, I guess I'm one of those atypical fans because I still enjoyed Rebirth. Although, uh, of course, I, I've of course. got, I got, well, and I, and I love, I'm, I'm a huge Jeff Johns fan as well. You know, the Watchmen thing, I don't know. I, I am shrugging. I, oh, I, can we, can we talk, can we talk smack for a minute? Yeah. You, uh, if you'd like to, sure. <laughs> uh, you just, no, no, look, look, I'm, I, I, I am as well. I'm a big Jeff Johns fan and he's as, as you know, a super nice guy and one of my favorite writers. So, um, you know, it was, uh, uh, and I'm a big Wally West fan. Absolutely, you know that's that my respect. that's 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 my guy. So uh, I, I'm not going to ever complain 
about that shit being righted. And I, I completely agree with his assessment, um, you know, to put it mildly of, of these last, you know, five years or whatever of, uh, you know, uh, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's nice that at least we're kind of, kind of finally at the point where it's being chalked up as a failed experiment and, uh, you know, that we're going to, that we're going to hopefully get back some of the characters and concepts that, that we love. Uh, you know, so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm happy about that. What I'm, I was struck by the contrast between the two books and stuff, you know, like, like yes. I was, I was, I was really struck. I thought that it was really cool how they both came out on the same day. And, uh, you know, they're very different approaches, uh, to how you get people talking. And, um, you know, it, 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 it ours was, I think, I think that, you know, theirs was, was more affirming, you sure. know, and, yes. and, you know, because it's a, it's a positive feel good story. So when it came out, immediately what I thought was like, oh man, you know, like, like we're, we're coming out on the same day, you know, we're doing this, this, everything, you know, is wrong. Uh, the world is completely screwed thing, uh, you know, on the same day that, that Jeff is like, uh, you know, things are going to get better, man. It's a beautiful morning. Yeah. Right. Right. And, uh, and I was like, but it ended up, the contrast ended up being really cool. And, uh, uh, you know, I think that, that, you know, ours was a little broader, you know, in terms of uh, obviously like your, you know, your mom doesn't maybe know who Wally West is, you know, whereas like Captain America is a bad guy is the kind of thing that you can, you know, tell your friends at work and they're yeah. going to be like, what, what the hell? Well, uh, and, and I mean, that you know, the movies have really reinforced yeah. Hail Hydra. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. That's, they like, know, that's the bad guy cheer. Yeah, they don't they don't just know that he's a bad guy. They know what what kind of bad guy he yep. is. Yep. And, uh, so, so, you know, th so for me, uh, look, you know, it, yeah, it's, I, I think every time we're on here, I, 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 uh, I take my little DC shots and, um, you know, uh, in all honesty, when you have a new comic book day like that, where shops were opening at midnight and thank you DC for uh, getting everybody to open up their shops for Captain America. Uh, that True. was, that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, and you know, I appreciate the work that was put into that. Um, I was one of those people. I was there at midnight, although did not buy Captain America at that. At that. Oh yeah. You thought you could wait. You thought I you did. could wait. I, yeah, and yeah. I ended um, up, I ended up going back to the shop Wednesday afternoon. I'm like, what the hell's going on? You had to go, you had to go. Yeah. Yeah. You had to go back to the shop at 1am. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but, uh, it, it I, I was like, wow. You know, like you, I can't remember a new comic book day like that, you know, where there's oh. like two, two singular, like super high profile new releases, uh, you know, from the two big superhero companies, um, that, that, that was, that was a very cool thing to be a part of. And I'm just, I'm just glad we won. That's, that's, that's all I, I'm going to Honestly, this will sound very Pollyanna-ish, but I do think you both won. And I think, we, we, because I think, both... DC, I think DC fans got what they have been asking for. And it is kind of this relief of thank God. Okay, fine. Can we... I, I'm in. The, I'm in that same boat. And, uh, and yes, I think we both did great. I just think we did better. Well, I understand because <laughs> I, think Marvel, I think Marvel also. That's like it really was almost two different missions where yeah. DC really needed to reassure its fans. No, we get it. Yeah. 
tier. Yeah. Okay. And they you did really and they did a great job. They did they did a great I agree. job. With it. I, whereas I'm... whereas Marvel, it's like, well, here's a surprise. And DC had its surprise with Watchmen, which is still a surprise. And you're right. No, I, I think um it's I... it, but it's come it comes with uh, a lot of mixed feelings. I think look, I th- I think I think it's a I, I'm I'm really interested to see how that story plays yes. out. Obviously yeah. I have no uh no, you know, inside knowledge sure. of it. Uh, I can't, you know, I'm not allowed in the building. So uh, <laughs> I want uh, Nick uh, Spencer shot on site. <laughs> he's anywhere near the building. All right. 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 Um, so, uh, you know, uh, look, I, I, you're, like safer, I said, you're safer next to Captain America than you are. Maybe the uh, people at DC. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, no, no, look, look, I, I you know, it, like I said, for me, honestly, uh, just getting to be a part of, of something this, this big. <laughs> Is is uh, you know it's a, it's just it's something that I know isn't I've been doing it long enough and have you know been watching it long enough that I know that these kinds of things don't come around all that often so uh, you know you, you try to just kind of ride it out and have fun with it. Absolutely, man. Well, honestly, congrats and uh, no, there's uh, there's plenty of time to speculate and also as you say, go back, check out Avengers Standoff, check out Sam Wilson. And uh, and uh, we can only imagine what's coming in issue two and beyond for uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers. Good job, dude. Nice. Thanks so much, man. And, and yeah, looking forward to the journey. Uh, we're just at the first step. So uh, lead on, McDuff. <laughs> Thanks, John. All right. There you go. I hope that was enlightening. Uh, Nick Spencer, uh, more to come as uh, Captain America continues. Uh, issue two is coming out uh, probably in just less than 30 days. So uh, look for that and more. Great stuff from uh, Nick Spencer and company on Captain America. That'll do it for today's episode of Word Balloon. It was brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you, League, for your support. Uh, this is the kind of episode that shows why I think Word Balloon stands out as far as other comic book podcasts. And if you want to help the cause, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash wordballoon. If you could, that'd be great. If you could subscribe, you don't have to subscribe. Word Balloon is free. It will always be free. But if you want to help the cause out, that's the way to do it. You can go to the front page of wordballoon.com. It will send you to the Patreon link. And if you could spare a buck a month even, that would be terrific. If you could spare more, that's awesome. But I think, uh, you know, every month I try to give you some uh, great entertainment. And uh, we go beyond uh, what you see in previews or what you see on some of the comic blog uh, websites and the press releases. We try to get to the bottom of things with interviews like tonight's. So I hope you'll join me uh, on the uh, Patreon list of uh, League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you very much. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com. As promised, let's go through some more uh, Captain America product from InStockTrades.com. Fred Van Lenty did an excellent story that was the prequel to the uh, cinematic uh, Captain America. It's called Captain America First Vengeance, and it's uh, Luke Ross and Neil Edwards on art. Fred Van Lenty wrote it. 45% off, $8.24. You can get things like Roger Stern's excellent runs on Captain America. How about Forever Allies? Uh, This is uh, Roger Stern, Nick Dragata, Marco Santucci, and Pablo Rivera. It's uh, 45% off for the hardcover, $13.74. You can get uh, Captain America Two Americas. Uh, this is great. Will it be uh, Steve Rogers or Bucky Barnes who carry the iconic shield of the Sentinel of Liberty? Uh, because uh, the 50s Captain America is on the loose and scaring the hell out of both of them. Great story from Ed Brubaker, Luke Ross, Jackson Geis. A hell of a lot more. 45% off, just $8.24 for that trade paperback. 
And then, of course, there's Captain America and Bucky, Old Wounds, the premier hardcover where uh, the even Jim Hammond, the original Human Torch, is in the story. Uh, Ed Brubaker, James Asmus, and uh, Franco Frank, uh, Francesco Francavilla uh, provide uh, the creative team and the great work. It is uh, 45% off, $10.99. Or you can reach back for uh, Captain America, Land of the Free. And uh, there's a whole lot of great uh, stuff here from guys like Mark Wade, Bill Roseman, Jay Ferber, Tom DeFalco, Joe Casey, artists like Andy Kubert, Vince Evans, Patrick Zercher, Ron Friends, a whole lot more. Dan Jurgens is in there as well. It's 45% off for Land of Free trade paperback, $10.99. That's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much Captain America product waiting for you at InStockTrades.com. So don't fret. And and don't just settle for a, a Captain America fix every 30 days or rewatching The Winter Soldier or The First Avenger or even Civil War, of course, if uh, you're going back to the theater. Take advantage of the great stories that are waiting for you now at InStockTrades.com. John Sutra saying thanks again for listening to Word Balloon. It's been a hell of a May. We might have one more episode. It depends. Uh, before it officially uh, it's over, but it's uh, Memorial Day weekend. Relax. Reflect. Um, I I, uh, I will be spending uh, some time at uh, the cemetery this Memorial Day. Let's not forget uh, what Memorial Day is really all about. Um, it is, of course, ushers in summer, and it's a great time to be with friends and and uh, have you know a good time. But also uh, take a moment and think about those that aren't with us anymore on Memorial Day. Memorial Day, not just those who served our country, but uh, people in your life as well. So I hope you take a moment to reflect. We lost some good people this year already uh, in the entertainment world, in the comic book world. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, I've had my share as well from some personal losses. So uh, don't don't forget the importance of what Memorial Day represents. There you go. Boy, John had to throw in a little castor oil, huh? Can't just have a fun episode of Word Balloon. Killjoy! Not at all. Enjoy the weekend. See you next week. Until next time, Word Balloon is a copyright feature of Shaky Productions. Copyright 2016.